Kitchen Rudimental, a series in which chef and author Annie Smithers investigates the very basics of kitchen craft. Sorbet is a beautiful thing to have in your freezer in the summertime mm-hmm. because it is the time of year that you have an abundance of fruit. An abundance of fruit is around us. Fruit can readily be had. Yeah, whether it's the berry family or the stone fruit family, you know, it's obviously not citrus season, but citrus is always about. So it is lovely to make these light and refreshing things. It is nicer to have an ice cream churn. So it is, yeah, if you don't have an ice cream churn, you can go through the painstaking exercise of freezing it for half an hour and breaking up with a fork and freezing it for half an hour and breaking it up with a fork. And that is fine, but it's not the same as, you know. Mm. So the most basic things that you need to remember is that you have, for one cup of sugar syrup you use two cups of fruit puree and that sugar syrup is your one-to-one yeah one-to-one sugar syrup and about a teaspoon or more of lemon juice yeah when we talked about sugar and salt last week is lemon juice also has that beautiful capacity to bring out the flavor of Mm -hmm. the fruit by adding that little bit of acid in it you know Sweet, sugar, acid, fat. Isn't that the thing? Wasn't there a film or a book or something like that? That's everything. Yeah, yeah, that's me. (laughs) Sometimes a little more acid than I'd uh, like and often a little bit fatter than I'd like, but never mind. So it's a very very simple process. So Mm -hmm. two parts fruit puree, one part sugar syrup, bit of lemon juice, mix it together and churn it. Does that hold for all fruit? purees i'm thinking some fruits that are perhaps more acid do you look it's it's a good rule of thumb yeah some fruits are much sweeter than others and you can adjust it if necessary but you know most of the time if you're not going to be really you know and a real aficionado about it that'll see you through making some nice sorbets the other thing to add to sorbets is alcohol it's a lovely way to enhance the flavours and add a bit of zest and zing so to it. So you mentioned, last time we talked, you mentioned um, a sparkling yeah. wine. Yeah, well, know. that was with the jelly. Yes. But you could, so, so things like, I, I don't like to waste things. In the wintertime, when I'm making my beautiful mixed peel, when I'm doing the ruby grapefruit, I freeze all the juice so I take all the skins off mm. because you've still got enough to hold on to. I juice all the ruby grapefruits. I put it in the freezer. And in the summertime, you've got a little thick cachet of... Aren't you good? Of, yeah, well, I've got a big chest freezer. Of ruby grapefruit juice, which you add a little... You add sugar syrup to. So I've got my little litre of juice. So how much sugar syrup will I add to? Oh, help. 500. 500. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Um, 500 mils to a litre and I will add a splash of Campari in there ha spotted bitters yeah doesn't that sound nice yes that does sound good now alcohol like sugar also lowers the freezing temperature can I ask another question too I mean alcohol if you're cooking it if you're heating Mm -hmm. it you remove the alcoholic nature yeah if you freeze it 
Oh, look, I suspect you're not it might putting, stay. It, it does sort of stay, but if you've got a litre of juice yes. and half a litre of sugar syrup yes. and a splash of Campari, okay. I don't think you're going to have a little... Because if you've got too much alcohol in it, it won't freeze at all. Okay. I think it's a, it's a lovely notional way to have a little spurge on sugar. So we're yeah. going to make some um, strawberry sorbet. Okay. It's at this point that we got up from the table and walked around to the other side of Annie's kitchen bench. And I am going to measure out 500 mils of sugar because I can't be bothered getting the scales out. Do you always just use white sugar? Well, this is the thing. When we talked about sugar syrups, and here is the half a litre of water going in, when we talked about sugar syrups last week, or last time, last fortnight, you know, another one of the uses that we have for sugar syrup is making cordials. Mm. Oh, when, all the summer things. All the summer things. <laughs> so when I make lemon cordial, I like to... So for lemon cordial, I use two kilos of raw sugar to one litre mm. of water. Because... Because you want it's a you know it's a much heavier syrup because it's a cordial. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you've got a double. You've got a. It's not a simple syrup which is one to one. It's got double the amount, so it's a much thicker syrup because you're using it as a concentrate. So then I add the juice of about six lemons. It's not very much, mm. but by using the raw sugar, it has lovely caramel notes to it, mm. and that would be the same with mm. yeah. You know, I'd quite like a lemon sorbet with that caramel note in it as well, rather than the stark whiteness of the white sugar. So it does, it okay. does make a difference. So, now in this little, I've got a little bag here. You do. Because these are strawberries from my freezer, because we had a lot, we had a bit of a glut of strawberries, and I do, freeze things like this so that I can make jams and cordials and sorbets from them later. I do remember many years ago I went to a party plan event that I was invited to mm -hmm. and one of the demonstration tricks of a very fancy piece of food kitchen, you know, domestic food machinery, they show you how to make sorbet in it and all they did was puree frozen fruit with a bit of sugar and said, that's sorbet. So, here's our lovely strawberry puree. One of the things that, uh, you know, for those who are a little more health conscious and also, syrup here. also those who, for those who don't want to drink as much, yeah, eat as much sugar, is or those who don't have an ice cream churn and don't want to come back every half hour with a fork and go squish, 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 squash, 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 is the other lovely summer ice confection is granita. <laughs> and granita is, it's a beautiful thing to make because it will often have, say, a tenth of the sugar to the fruit as opposed to, you know, 50% okay. yeah. of the fruit. So... More, more slurry than sorbet. It's more slurry than sorbet. But what you do is you freeze it and you break it up with a fork. And I think one of the most beautiful granitas is coffee granita, 
which is often served in mm. Sicily for breakfast in the summer. Nice. Yeah, with a little bit of brioche or something on the side. Oh. So those sort of things are lovely things to make, not only to have us a little treat, but also to have us a little garnish on a dessert. I can mm. remember okay. I can remember we did it, um, and again, this goes back to the Stephanie's days, um, we used to do a beautiful amaretti semifredo, which had amaretti biscuits soaked in coffee in the middle layer mm. and then you'd have the you know the two layers of the amaretti semifredo and we can talk about semifredos next time if you like we, we have a whole ice cream theme if you like <laughs> and you garnish that with coffee granita and it is just delicious mm. so that's yeah. the thing we're gonna make another noise for here we go we're just gonna we're just gonna make sure that this is nice and smooth So let us, good Jonathan, mm -hmm. measure out. Puree into the measure here. We're going to put our puree. We're going to have 500 mils of puree. And then, find a nice little mixing bowl. 500 mils of that in there. It was the plop of puree. Plop of puree. And then we are going to add 250 mils of sugar syrup. Now, you can see that I've got much more sugar syrup than I actually need. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you can pop that in a fridge in a container and nothing will happen to that forever. And you can just pop it out next time you want to make some coffee granita and pretend you're in Sicily. Oh, smell the strawberries. Oh, it's just a, it's a summer thing, isn't it? Mm. So now that we've got that right, they're in there together. So that's lovely. And then we're going to add... I don't know, about a teaspoon of lemon juice, I think. So, what I'm going to do is get you to taste that yep. before the lemon juice. Okay. Pretty sweet, pretty strawberry. Very nice. The sweetness, the taste of the sweetness dissipates a bit with the freezing. Mm -hmm. Yep. So let's give that a bit of a mix around. I better taste it first just to make sure that I'm not lying to you. Now taste it. Mm. Yeah. See how it's changed? It has slightly? changed. And you can just, I could just tell you that it was citrus. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then what we're going to do is we're going to pop this in the ice cream churn and make it go round and round and round. And when it stops, nobody knows. And when it stops. So what the ice cream churn does is it incorporates air into it. Yep. So it freezes it in a nice uniform manner, but it incorporates air. Best way to understand how air is put into ice creams and sorbets is to go to the supermarket and pick up the cheapest possible two litre ice cream container and the most expensive two litre. 
because mm. they're sold by volume, not by weight. Okay. And when you pick up the two-litre one that costs you, you know, virtually nothing, you'll discover the weight of it is so much less than the more expensive one. And one of the things is it's all air. Hmm. It's been incorporated <laughs> in by a churn. So we've got that. We're churning that. And then you won't wait around for this. So we'll go into my freezer and we'll shuffle a few things around until we find till we find some sorbet. Oh. So here you are. So this is sorbet that's been. Oh the strawberries in your freezer, I have to put yeah, it. So would you like to taste that and see what I will. beautiful texture it has? Don't make that noise. Then they know <laughs> that it's a, a tub of frozen meat. What is that? It's, it's meat sauce for <laughs> me in the okay. vegan household. It's a special meat sauce stash. It's creating a spoon of Oh, okay. Look, there we go. Hang on. Let's have a spoon. Oh, oh yes, that is that is delicious. So it's got a beautiful texture to it. It does. Yeah. Mm, it's such a smoothness, but there's a granularity. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Very so nice. So there you go. But it's not a hard thing to make. No. No. Uh, unless you have to do the fork thing every half oh, hour. That's not too bad anyway. But, you know, but, how long yeah. how long will it take to freeze? How long are you forking? Oh, that's sort of a bit of a rude question, isn't it? No. Um, um, I don't know. It depends how much you've got in your freezer. Could take two hours, could take four hours. Who knows? Any strawberry sorbet, which could be adapted to a range of other fruit inputs. The recipe is available for you at the Blueprint page on the Radio National website. Any thank you. It's my pleasure, Jonathan. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.